Welcome to this podcast installment from the Women's Council of Realtors, Leaders Made Here. Welcome to the Women's Council of Realtors podcast. My name is Pamela Banks. Our guest today is the one and only Deanna Hall. She's going to share with us how volunteer leaders and the local associations work together to make an impact in the real estate industry and how you too can get involved and make a difference. Deanna is the Chief Executive Officer of the Realtors Association of Broward, Palm Beach, and St. Lucie, which just so happens to be my home association and is one of the largest local associations in the country, located in Southeast Florida. Among her many achievements, and she has lots, Deanna has also been recognized as one of the most powerful women in real estate. So Deanna, we are thrilled that you're joining us today. Thank you, Pam. I just want to say that we are just, you know, so proud that one of our local members has, you know, gained the ranks of, of the National uh, Women's Council of Realtors. And um, we know that there's just so many people here locally that are aspiring to follow your footsteps. Well, I think that goes both ways, and I appreciate that. Thank you. Now, you run a very large association with many employees, many local uh, volunteers. So when you work with these kind of people, what do you think the advantages of are be, of being involved in the Women's Council of Realtors, and how does that benefit the local association? Well, I think the Women's Council of Realtors is a wonderful network that um, really nurtures budding talent. I'm always amazed at the um, people, obviously, not just women, but, but men as well, that they, um, you know, nurture through the leadership process, um, you know, build them up to be somebody who believes in themselves, who believes in the um, ability to rise to the leadership ranks. And that greatly benefits, obviously, our local association because, you know, a lot of that, that talent that, the, that WCR is nurturing um, is a big benefit to the local association because those become our future leaders. So um, there is definitely a synergy uh, between WCR and our local association. And I'm always very appreciative that WCR um, takes note of that, that new talent um, and then nurtures that existing talent for us to use as the local association as well. Well, and you know what? This organization does that. We train leaders and to go out and do whatever turns them on, whether it's work in the local association, work in their communities, work in their state associations. So it is a breeding ground for leadership training while providing them with resources and tools and a network that really makes a difference. Now, if someone is interested in getting involved and there's a lot of people who just don't know how to, or, or maybe they're afraid to, what would you say would be a great way to get started in their local association? There is a committee process that we open up to all our members in October. And at that time, what we've added to our membership system is the ability to start looking at the different things that that member can bring to the table for those committees. So before it was an application, um, obviously we do have a lot of members who apply for different positions, but we didn't have the ability to take what their strengths were in a number of different areas and put it all together uh, in one place so we could evaluate if that person was the best fit for that committee. So recently we've been able to build a module in our membership management system to start keeping track of all that information also keeping track of what these members are attending, uh, whether they're networking events or education classes, all building a stronger profile 
for who is the best member to get into certain committee positions. We also have the regional boards, which is an opportunity to basically be a leader in a local geographical area. So we have five regional boards that we break our large territory into, and those regional boards are really seen as the ambassadors for their local communities, which are really great as well. If you're not ready to get involved in a committee yet, because it is a year-long commitment, we have a lot of opportunities to um, do different things like habitat builds or other charitable works in the community that um, they're kind of micro events to give your time, get your feet wet, uh, start meeting some of your fellow realtors in the community, and then decide at a later time if you want to take that step to you know, volunteer your time for a committee. Yes, I agree. I, over the years, I've worked on many uh, different opportunities within the community that the board has been part of, and it is a great stepping stone into getting to know others and getting to know what's going on in the industry. I think the most important thing about being involved in your local association is getting that firsthand knowledge and making a difference and be able to be part of the conversation. Just have a seat at the table, which is key. And with our association, of course, it is so large, so you do break it up, which I think makes it uh, rather easy to get a lot more work done. Would you say there are special skills that people need to get involved, or is there a kind of education? What do you look for, you know, when you're thinking about leaders with association work? So we always look, if it's a committee, that maybe the member has some relevant experience in the the type of committee that they're applying for. So if you're planning to be um, maybe on the global committee, we'd look to see that you are doing, um, that you have your CIPS, that maybe you've done global transactions. Um, Obviously, you have your CIPS, so so you would need to do that. Uh, And that you have started to involve yourself maybe in our global business alliance. So the Global Business Alliance is a larger group that you can be involved in, but the committee is kind of steering that global alliance. So, um, you know, there's opportunities because of the fact that there's a larger alliance to still participate in in this global network that we have and not necessarily be on the committee. So, um, and same thing with MLS. We look for a variety of different subscribers. That's what we call, obviously, the members that are using the MLS. Uh, So we have two MLS systems, so we want to make sure that we have users in both of our MLS systems, the Flex system, the Matrix system. Uh, We look for everyone from office admins to brokers to make sure that we're really getting a full um, breath in those committees. So relevant um, experience. And again, that's why WCR is is so helpful because a lot of times our members are getting that experience through WCR, which shines a spotlight on these great candidates for us to choose on our committees. So what you're saying is there's lots of opportunities to volunteer in different positions and to get involved. Yes. Along with the Women's Council, there's other organizations, there's other societies that are part of the board. What do you think some of the other, uh, like the YPN or the commercial, um, how, how do they all interact together and, and make a big impact on the industry? Well, we know that time is a very valuable commodity to us all. And so what we've done with a lot of our different societies and networks is we've done a lot of cross-networking events. Um, They could be things that were more your traditional networking events that are out maybe at a restaurant, or they could be an educational experience. But um, we find that there's a really great synergy between these different networks, um, you know, because they're obviously offering something different than what that person is usually offering. So... Many times you'll see our young professionals partnering with um, our global alliance 
with our commercial groups and vice versa. I think collaboration is key uh, for really building relationships within the industry and keeping your members engaged. I like what you said that, you know, you like to have fun. So, you know, there are some fun events that the, the board is part of. And there's also a lot of serious events. You know, we're dealing with, in South Florida, we've had disruptions from hurricanes and that kind of thing. And so we understand it. But right now we have a pandemic that we're all dealing with. And, you know, that's COVID-19. And as an association leader, uh, share with us how you're dealing with it and some of the things that you're doing with the association and to help your members understand what they need to be, be doing at this time. Well, as you know, when COVID-19 came about, it was a a pretty quick pivot for us all, whether um, you are a realtor or a non-realtor. So running the uh, Realtor Association here in South Florida, we were very well prepared for um, something like this to happen, where maybe all of our staff had to go virtual in order to make sure that we were still servicing our 35,000 members because we have so many hurricanes. And as you know, Pam, the hurricanes lately in South Florida have become worse and worse. So we had a really great laid out plan and um, equipment and technology to make sure that we were able to still have our members access us, even if the staff need to work from home. So that was a uh, really great opportunity for us to be well prepared for the pandemic that we're going through right now. And then there's just a number of things on the association side. Obviously, our classes, they needed to be postponed or canceled. And we quickly went to mostly Zoom and webinars. So our staff is actually able to still record a lot of great content and really build that virtual library for our members. We were also able to go to a newsletter format lately. Newsletters are something that a lot of associations have stopped, including us, because they seemed outdated at the time. Um, Sometimes the information became a little stale. And with so much information coming out about COVID-19, especially in the real estate industry, from your local state and national association, we thought it was a great time to put together that newsletter again. So our members had one place to really look for all that information instead of many different emails coming in from from different places. I agree uh, that you're really keeping everyone informed. And, And the Women's Council of Realtors, our staff is doing the same thing. You know, we're using, utilizing Zoom and webinars. And what we love about those kind of formats is not only do we get to share information, but in this time of social distancing, we get to see each other. And we are a relationship kind of organization. As realtors, we love people. That's why we're involved in it. And so those things are working. However, keeping a positive attitude sometimes uh, can be a little difficult. So how are you keeping the morale up? Uh, not only with your staff, yourself, and um, all those people around you. So communication is key. Um, We know that a lot of people feel very isolated right now, and they're all in very different situations, whether they're maybe um, living alone or they have kids at home that they are trying to balance still doing work and uh, now being these, these teachers. So what we try to do is just make sure that we're constantly reaching out to our members that are leaders, that are staff members, letting them know exactly what's going on, almost over-communicating. As I said before, we have a corporate board, which is our main board, and then we have these regional boards that are by location. And so with the regional boards, I usually would not communicate with them all this information, especially the inside information that's coming out ahead of time. But I'm making sure that I'm engaging them throughout every single week so they feel like they are those local leaders that is the intention of those regional boards. I'm sharing with them uh, corporate board updates that usually they would not hear. 
And then with the corporate board, I'm making sure that I give them a lot of information about the operations of how the association, the MLS is running as well. Again, those are things that I usually wouldn't share with my corporate board uh, because there's so many other different things going on. But in a time of instability, it's nice to provide some certainty for them. So they know that their association of MLS is prepared, taken care of, and, and running well. And so I think over communicating and giving them more information than they would usually have has really helped kind of center the group and make sure that when there are meetings, you know, via go to Zoom that we have to make decisions on, we are all in the loop and feeling like we are operating in a space that is well organized. First, there was a lot of messaging from myself as a CEO. We cover a very large area, so we slowly phased in the offices that were closing. So we made sure that everybody felt like they were a part of knowing what was going on with the staff. That's uh, We have 80 staff members. So that really kind of made them feel like they were a part of the team, that they knew everything that was happening. And then um, what we're doing right now is just we're taking ideas from some of our staff. You know, we have a group of staff that's trying to put together fun little cooking ideas from the staff so everybody feels that they can participate in, in some way. We have like little trivia for some of our staff when it comes to answering little questions and, and giving out gift cards. So anything to engage them where they're at is, is where we're trying to uh, meet them in the middle at. I think you're doing a great job and, and you really have provided some great valuable information to all of us. Before we conclude, I'm sure you have a little bit of maybe advice that you can leave with our listeners. Yes, I do. You know, I would say make sure you're reading your emails during this really important time. You know, there is a lot of information coming out and your local realtor associations and MLSs, your state, your national association of realtors, there is just so much, especially when it comes to government affairs that's affecting our realtors, whether it's unemployment benefits or legislation that will allow you to continue to work as a realtor or um, giving you the stipulations of how you need to work as a realtor during this time. So make sure you're opening those emails. They are more than a wealth of knowledge during this really uncertain time that we're all dealing with. That's perfect, Deanna. You are a true leader and an inspiration to all of us. Thank you for talking with us. Thank you. Thank you, Pam. Thank you for listening to this podcast installment from the Women's Council of Realtors. Leaders made here. 